Hello and welcome to the Babies and Boundaries podcast. My name is Maddie and I am super excited because this week is going to be the first week of the podcast where the podcast is video and audio. I wanted to start doing my podcast setup with video and audio because I think it's so fun when podcasts really come to life. I also wanted to have this up for you guys on YouTube. I got a couple requests from you guys who said you did not have Apple or Spotify and you wanted to see the podcast on YouTube. So now the podcast is going to be available on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. This week's episode is going to be really interesting because we are going to be addressing a kind of common hate comment that I get. So it never fails that when I talk about boundaries, people have to comment something like, oh, this is why you guys don't have a village or oh, don't push your village away. All these boundaries are just gonna alienate your village. And I really wanted to touch on this on the podcast because I have quite a few things to say about this. So let's get into it. The first thing I'm going to address is the question, does having boundaries alienate your village? Because like I said, I get comments that say something like, oh, you guys are pushing your village away. And I can honestly kind of easily debunk this by telling you that I have never received a message from a mom who wants to set really unreasonable boundaries around her children, right? I've never gotten a message from somebody that's like, oh, I want to lock away my kids in my house and they'll never have relationships with family ever. And I say this because sometimes people literally act like this is what a mom is saying when she says that you cannot kiss her newborn. People act like she is telling that person that they can never have a relationship with that child again. So I think it's funny that people are acting like these super reasonable boundaries that women are setting around their babies and young children are just like the craziest thing they've ever heard of. And I also want to say we do not have a society where women are enforcing such strong boundaries that their family is being pushed away. We actually have the opposite problem. So I talk with so many women who are struggling to speak up for themselves, are struggling to intervene in situations where someone is doing something that makes them uncomfortable. And I myself have absolutely struggled with that as well. I struggle with people pleasing and I know many women do. And so as a whole, as a society, we actually have the opposite problem. We have a problem where new moms are feeling afraid to stand up for themselves. And that's why I think my content is so important. This is the whole reason why I'm here is to validate new mom's experiences and give them the strength and the courage to stand up for themselves. I also want to argue the point that reasonable people are not offended by reasonable boundaries. So emotionally healthy adults understand that boundaries are necessary in every relationship in our lives right? I have boundaries with my spouse. I have boundaries with my child. I have boundaries around my phone and how many hours a day I can spend on it. I don't think it is healthy for children to have adults who have free reign access to them, even if these adults are family, such as grandparents, aunts, uncles, etc. And so I think every child needs boundaries in their grandparent-grandchild relationship, aunt-niece relationship, etc. Like I said, typically sane, rational people are understanding of the fact that young children need to be protected and that boundaries are a totally reasonable and healthy thing to have in place. Unfortunately, it's usually toxic people with unreasonable expectations who have a problem with boundaries. And I have a couple theories for why this is. So the people who are absolutely throwing a fit because they can't kiss your baby, 
or the people who are giving you grief because you will not leave your two week to spend the night with them, right? These type of people, <laughs> these type of people typically feel some sort of lack of control. And I know with a lot of challenging mother-in-law dynamics, the mother-in-law is the matriarch of the family. And so she's used to being in control of things. And now her daughter-in-law is setting boundaries around what she can't do with her grandchild. So she feels a lack of control. Boundaries can also challenge a sense of entitlement not to pick on boomers, but a lot of boomers absolutely do have an entitlement issue. It's funny that there's so many memes about like entitled millennials, but I'm like, have you ever seen a boomer who was just told that they can't kiss their grandchild? And so a lot of these boomers genuinely feel they have some sort of entitlement to do something with their grandchild. And this boundary is now in the way of whatever thing they feel they are entitled to do. Boundaries also hold toxic individuals responsible for their behavior. So sometimes you have a toxic family member who is used to getting their way. Nobody ever stands up to them. Maybe they have other grandchildren who they're allowed to do whatever they want with them. And now you come around and you set boundaries and say, no, it's actually not gonna be this way. And it can be really uncomfortable for them to feel accountable for their actions. Toxic people also prioritize their own needs above others. This is why I hear several stories of mothers or mother-in-laws literally not wanting to return a breastfed baby to its mother when it's time to eat because they feel like they should continue holding the baby. But that baby literally has a biological need to eat. <laughs> and that person is putting their needs above the babies. Toxic people can also frequently respond to boundaries with anger, manipulation, guilt tripping to try to get things back to how they think they should be. They wanna maintain what they perceive as the status quo. I got a comment on Instagram that I thought was really interesting. It was a girl talking about how her mother told her, oh, don't put up boundaries. Let's just keep the dynamic comfortable and relaxed for everybody. But it's funny because, you know, that dynamic without boundaries is only comfortable for one person, that girl's mother. It's not comfortable for that new mom of the baby because clearly things were happening that were making her uncomfortable. Therefore, she decided to set boundaries but her mom's priority was maintaining what she thought should be the status quo. And this was just kind of a brief overview of, like I said, reasonable people are okay with boundaries, but it's typically toxic people who display the behaviors I just described that are the ones that are not okay with boundaries being put up. Another rebuttal I have for this discussion is why would a woman want a conditional village, right? Why would a woman want quote unquote help that is only willing to help out in ways that they see appropriate. I know I, I speak for myself and most women who would say, I would truly rather have no help than have help that crosses boundaries or does things that make me uncomfortable and uneasy. And it's just stressful to be around, right? When you're worried about somebody crossing boundaries or you're around people who you feel like you can't even step away to use the restroom because you don't know what they're gonna do with your baby, that's not help, <laughs> that's a hindrance. And that's not a village. And it is perfectly okay for your village to have boundaries. So when I was in college, I was a professional nanny. I nannied for dozens of families. So I guess you could say I was a part of their village. And every family's house who I showed up to, they handed me a three to five page manual of the do's and don'ts of things I should do and don't with their children. It is expected that the people around your children abide by some sort of boundaries and rules and regulations. Like rules and boundaries are not a scary thing. They're just a part of life. They're a part of healthy relationships. 
I also think there's this idea in the culture that moms are just like so desperate to get away from their kids and we are waiting for anybody with a pulse to show up and babysit. That is not at all how I feel. I know I can speak for a lot of my listeners as well. We don't feel that way. And so like I said, we would truly rather have no help than to have toxic help. And I've also gotten the comment a couple times of, well, you know, we've lived in villages and we've lived with extended family, grandparents, aunts, uncles, all under one roof for hundreds of years. And I don't disagree. That is definitely how humans lived for most of human history. But the problem with that argument is you're completely ignoring the fact that when people lived in villages and tribes, everybody was working together for the greater good, right? Everybody's main concern was the group and what was best for the group and really mostly survival. So nobody was off in the corner like trying to kiss a baby or nobody was like weirdly hovering over a mom during a diaper change or nobody was like actively trying to play mommy to a baby that wasn't theirs, right? Moms had their own babies to worry about. Nobody was doing that. And the really sad reality is that we can't have multi-generational living and villages with the current generation of grandparents that we have because so many of them are not looking out for the greater good of that nuclear family. They're really just looking at their own self-interests. You know, what makes them happy? What makes them feel warm and fuzzy inside? It makes them feel warm and fuzzy inside to kiss their grandchild, so they're gonna go ahead and do it. They're literally looking at their grandchild and thinking, what emotional satisfaction can I get from this child? And obviously not all of them. You know, I'm speaking on behalf of the toxic family members that I know women are struggling with. There are of course wonderful grandparents out there who absolutely do look out for the best interest of parents. And like I've said recently on Instagram, what makes a good grandparent is supporting parents. The last thing I wanna touch on is the question, does it take a village to raise a child? If you're an OG on Instagram, you know I have a little bit of beef with this statement. Because my view on this statement is, I don't think it takes a village to raise a child. I think it takes a village to support a mother. Because when I think about raising my child, I think about my husband and I instilling the values we find appropriate in him. I think about my husband and I choosing what boundaries we're going to set around him. I think about my husband and I deciding how we're gonna navigate discipline with our child, right? These are kind of the parental decisions I associate with raising a child. And I don't think we need outside help with that. I think moms need support in a lot of other areas, but this maybe isn't one. I know moms, especially in the US, need support with maternity leave. It's very sad and embarrassing that the United States does not have paid maternity leave in place. I know women are struggling with the division of labor in the household with their partner. There are a lot of working moms and unfortunately women are still carrying the majority of the household and childcare responsibilities, creating a really unequal dynamic at home and all sorts of other societal issues related to motherhood, right? There's loneliness, isolation. And so like I said, I don't think there's really an issue with like we need help raising our children. Moms just need support in other areas. And I also wanna add like occasional childcare help is not someone raising your child. A lot of women need childcare help, whether they're returning to work or just for an occasional date night. And I just don't think that falls under the umbrella of raising a child and saying, oh, it takes a village to raise a child. Because again, like I said, they're not really instilling parental values into this child. So to sum it all up, no, I do not think enforcing boundaries is going to push away your village. 
Two, I think if it does push away your village, they weren't really your village to begin with. And three, I don't think it takes a village to raise a child. I think it takes a village to support a mother. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think about the audio and video setup. I'm kind of a rookie with this stuff, so obviously it's going to get better over time. If you haven't already, be sure to follow me on social media. I am at organically.maddie on Instagram, and I am at organically.maddie on TikTok. I will catch you guys next Wednesday with a brand new episode of this podcast.